joined by Mission Street. This is Spielpot.com, The Week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from San Francisco's formerly Latino, now edgy, I say with their quotes, Mission District. Today is Thursday, the 24th of January, 2019. On this date in uh, 40, sorry, in 41, tyrannical Roman Emperor Caligula is assassinated by officers of the Praetorian Guard in a failed attempt to restore the Roman Republic. Following an announcement that he planned to move to Alexandria to be worshipped as a living god, as one does. Four, sorry, 914, the Shia Fatimid Caliphate begins their first invasion of Egypt against the Sunni Abbasid Caliphate, capturing Alexandria before their eventual defeat and withdrawal. 1125, David IV of Georgia, David the Builder, dies in Tbilisi. 17. 58, the burghers of Konigsberg submit to the Empress Elizabeth I of Russia during the Seven Years' War, creating Russian Prussia and Kaliningrad. 1961, prominent Turkish modernist writer Ahmed Hamid Tanipnar dies. His father came from a Georgian family from the Machacheli area of Ajara. 2003, the United States Department of Homeland Security officially begins operations in response to September 11th attacks. Ironic, since the Department of War was changed to the Department of Defense, Defense right before the Korean War in 1950. So, who's doing the defense? 2011, Moscow's Domodedovo Airport is attacked by a suicide bomber from Ingusheti, apparently acting for the Caucasus Emirate. 37 people are killed. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to comment on the form or ask a question, go to tpilpod.com or send us an email at tpilpod at gmail.com. Two Kaztransgas uh, Tbilisi technicians have been arrested on charges of improperly investigating an apartment building in Tbilisi that later was the site of a gas explosion that killed four people. The men visited the building several hours before the explosion after concerned residents called the company, but the technicians apparently denied that there was a gas smell, saying that the callers were confused and actually smelling paint. The investigation is ongoing. Jack Shepard, a British guy wanted for negligent manslaughter in England, was arrested in Tbilisi this week. He's wanted in relation to a 2015 case in which a woman died in a speedboat owned by Shepard. He apparently fled England in March 2018 before the trial, flying to Istanbul and then Georgia. An international warrant was released in July, but Georgian police were apparently only contacted this year. Shepard turned himself in. He also gave an apparently very smug interview to Rustaviotti, in which he claimed to be innocent and was only being arrested because the dead woman's father is a high-ranking guy in the British prison system. Extradition processes have begun. Lawmakers are busy creating policy proposals to outline the new criteria and procedures for selecting Supreme Court judges. Otsneva Member of Parliament Ekebes Selya, who made the procedures relevant when she rebelled against her own party, list of appointees has met with law firms, human rights groups, academics, and the Georgian Law Firms Association in the last few weeks to discuss the issue. Two of the current members of the High Council of Justice, Nazi Brola Janazeshvili and Anna Dolidze, have been working on a proposal and have met with Otsneba and European Georgian MPs as well as NGOs. On the 21st, all 10 of the original nominees for Supreme Court released a joint statement withdrawing from the process saying that unhealthy speculations and unethical and insulting statements have artificially overgrown into the campaign of unprecedented pressure upon the judicial authority. 
and that they are withdrawing in an effort to prevent further damage from being done to the court nominations process. Their words. On the 21st, a group of NGOs protested in front of the High Council of Justice in Tbilisi, calling on Parliament to include the opposition and civil society in the judge selection process and demanding the resignation of two members of the council. Chairman of the Tbilisi Court of Appeals, Mikhail uh, Chinchaladze, and Judge Levan Murusidze, the secretary of the council, Georgi Mikuatadze, commented on the protest, saying that the persecution, persecution of particular judges by NGOs is unacceptable. The NATO Military Committee met in Brussels on the 16th, where they discussed Georgian progress on defense reforms and implementation of the substantial NATO-Georgia package. Major General Vladimir Chachibaya attended, representing Georgia. Salome Zurabashvili went on her first foreign trip as president to Brussels 21st through the 23rd. She met with NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, European Parliament President, EU Foreign Policy Chief Federica Mogherini, EU Commissioner for Migration, Home Affairs and Citizenship, and Commissioner for European Neighborhood Policy and Enlargement Negotiations, Johannes Hahn. She also met with European Council President Donald Tusk, who announced that he will visit Georgia in July to mark the 10th anniversary of the Eastern Partnership. Prime Minister Mamuka Bakhtadze visited Lithuania on the 21st of January, meeting Prime Minister and President. They discussed, among other things, joint energy transport projects um, and encouraging startups. Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe, PACE, discussed their report on the Georgian presidential elections this week in Strasbourg. Parliamentary Vice Speaker Tamar Chugoshvili, Otsneba MP Irina Pruidze, Dmitry Skitsashvili, Nino Goguadze, Akabaselias, Via Kvanchantiradze, and European Georgia MPs Dato Bakradze and Georgi Kandalaki represented Georgia at the Assembly. The report, authored by a German member of the Council, found that while voting was well-organized and competitive, voters made their choices without restrictions and candidates were able to campaign freely. There were concerns about the negative character of campaigning and the undue advantage that Otsneba had. The report specifically was concerned about the presence of so-called coordinators who were directing and assisting voters and noting who voted and said that they should be excluded from the process in the future. Other incidents blurred the lines between the state and party and were at odds with the Council of Europe standards in the field of democratic elections. Campaign finance was another area of concern. The report says that the domination... The donation limits are excessively high. Legislation has not been amended to take into account long-standing anti-corruption suggestions and that there was a substantial imbalance in donations. European Georgian MP Kandelaki was in attendance and spoke, saying the report illustrates that Georgia is at serious risk and that this is by far the most critical assessment of Georgian elections since the 1990s. Otsneva Member of Parliament, Kvanchantiradze, responded to Kandelaki saying, quote, although you are known as a lying machine in our native country, please stop lying and misinterpreting the report of serious international organizations, end quote. Ooh. Pace also passed a resolution called, the Sergei, Man called Sergei Magnitsky and Beyond, fighting impunity by targeting sanctions, which includes people on the Georgian government's Otkhozoria Tatunashvili list sanctioned for grace crimes against Georgians in South Ossetia and Abkhazia. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg announced large-scale military exercises would be held in Georgia on the Black Sea in March, involving 17 different countries. On the 15th, the State Security Service appointed new regional heads for Kacheti, Kvemo Kartli, Samska Javacheti, Mskatem Tianete, and Shida Kartli, as part of the previously announced reshuffle. Yosef 
Gogashvili, a prior first deputy head, resigned, though the state security uh, office did not comment or explain why. He has been heavily criticized for his association with two controversial 2017 anti-terrorist special operations in Tbilisi and the Pankizi Gorge. Foreign Minister David Zalikiani became one of the highest-ranking members of the government to publicly support the recent independence of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church last week, saying, quote, we are happy and we welcome every step that strengthens our sovereignty, independence, and territory. Sorry, that strengthens, uh, we welcome every step that strengthens the sovereignty, independence, and territorial integrity of Ukraine, end quote. Utsneva MP Tamar Chugoshvili, Deputy Speaker of Parliament Tamar Khurordava, and Chairman of the Committee of European Integration, also released similar statements despite Parliamentary Speaker Irakli Kobachidze's earlier statement that lawmakers were going to refrain from commenting until the Georgian Orthodox Church announced an official stance on the move. Otsneva and President Zurabashvili have been criticized by the opposition for not immediately congratulating Ukraine. Career prosecutor Nana Kunjua has been elected as a two, uh, to a two-year term as chair of the Prosecutorial Council, which is responsible for choosing the chief prosecutor. Kunjua received two, 12 of the 15 votes on the council, defeating her opponent, defense lawyer Irmach Kadua. This move officially marks the separation of the council from the Justice Department. It is now an independent body directly accountable to Parliament. Ministry of Healthcare announced that 18 Georgians have died from the swine flu, or H1N1, by the 18th, but that number of flu-related medical visits and use of ambulance services has declined over the prior week. Geostat, the National Statistics Office, reports that foreign trade was up 17% in 2018, was worth 12.5 billion U.S. dollars. Exports were up 23%, worth uh, 3.3 billion dollars, while imports were up 15%, worth uh, 9.12 billion. Turkey, Russia, Azerbaijan, and China were Georgia's biggest trading partners and the biggest source of imports, while Azerbaijan, Russia, and Armenia and Bulgaria were the largest recipient of Georgian exports. Georgia's top exports were copper ores and concentrates, uh, re-exported cars, ferro-alloys, wine, and cigarettes. The biggest imports were petroleum products, cars, copper ores, and concentrates, medicines, and mobile phones. Last week, the European Commission released a support Uh, a report, the Indicative uh, 10T Investment Action Plan, which outlines a plan for increasing transport connectivity with Eastern Partnership in the EU. It includes a number of transport construction and repair projects worth 13 billion euros, with a goal of using public and private funds to complete them by 2030. 18 projects are in Georgia uh, related to roads, ports, and trains. A draft law limiting 22 million lari worth of administrative monetary penalties owed by socially vulnerable citizens, pensioners, veterans, people with disabilities, and single parents was presented to Parliament this week and is expected to pass into law shortly. The Nguri checkpoint into Abkhazia is still closed, ostensibly because of concern about the swine flu. The energy workers and critically ill may cross. Students who visited Abkhazia over winter break have been unable to return to their Tbilisi institutions for final exams, which could result in fines, failing classes or expulsions. About 80 Gali residents gathered by the checkpoint to protest its closing this week. Three Russian soldiers died and three others were hospitalized when their vehicle fell 40 meters into a gorge in Abkhazia on the 18th. 
An organization called the Russian Community of Abkhazia released a statement last week calling on Abkhazian authorities to work harder to catch perpetrators of crimes against Russians. The statement came after a Russian auto mechanic was killed on the 14th and the car of a Russian businessman was blown up on the 15th in an attempted murder. The only road connecting Russia and South Ossetia was closed for seven days last week due to heavy snow. South Ossetian officials have been working to clear the snow, even restoring, uh, resorting to controlled explosions in an attempt to start an artificial avalanche. There were reports by locals of food shortages in Shinbali and Akhalgori, but South Ossetian authorities say those reports are untrue. Many smaller local roads were also closed, while roads connecting to the rest of Georgia have been closed by authorities due to concerns about the flu. New legislative changes making it easier for some Abkhazians and South Ossetians to obtain Georgian citizenship will go into effect on the 1st of February. Simplified procedures will apply to people who were born in either region before the 21st of December 2001, lived in South Ossetia or Abkhazia on that date, and haven't obtained any other citizenship since. Descendants of eligible people are also able to apply. The Georgian government is also willing to consider documents issued by Abkhazian or South Ossetian authorities as an ID, and the process doesn't require an in-person appointment if the applicant already has some documents, like a birth certificate, in a Georgian database. A Georgian cartoon about the Abkhazian war, Armed Lullaby, has been selected for the Berlin International Film Festival in uh, February. The film, directed by Jana Ugrechelidze, follows a four-year-old boy and his family as they flee Sukhumi. The National Agency for Cultural, uh, sorry, the National Agency for Cultural Heritage Preservation has granted cultural heritage status, status to traditional Hajapuri making. The meme this week is a completely nonsensical picture of Girchi leader Zurab Japaridze and a pot of raspberry jam with the caption, you've heard of Elf on the Shelf, now get ready for, and that's it. And then it has a picture of Japaridze in Muraba. The thing was posted all over the place, crazy. Uh, stuff to read, Human Rights Watch released its annual world report covering events in 2018. Their main area of, of concern for Georgia were misuse of administrative resources in the presidential elections, lack of accountability for the police, abuses by the Social Security Service, by the security services, unjustifiably harsh drug policies, labor rights, discrimination against LGBT people, in particular by Justice Minister Ted Salukiani, and media and civil society freedom. Tom DeWall wrote about the strange normality of life in a breakaway state for the BBC, looking at the problems and patterns of life in Abkhazia, Transnistria, and the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus. These three areas all have their own governments and powerful supporters, and DeWall argues that terms like a rogue state are misleading due to the ordinariness of life in these places. He notes that Abkhazia publishes fancy stamps aimed at collectors, and Transnistria has unique plastic coins that go for a lot on eBay. But these breakaways are slowly moving towards European norms as they look for more sustainable incomes and opportunities outside of their regions, Russia and Turkey. New York Times wrote about cryptocurrency mining in Georgia, saying that despite Bitcoin's dive, Georgia is still betting big on it. Nearly 10% of Georgia's energy output goes into cryptocurrencies. About 200,000 individuals are mining across the country, and the Georgian government has encouraged big companies with land deals, tax-free zones, and cheap electricity. However, Bitcoin has been rapidly losing value, and mining companies based in China and the U.K. have begun laying off workers, signaling that problems may have 
headed for Georgia's crypto industry. Economy Minister Georgi Kobulia says that they are still encouraging the industry in any way we can and aim to make Georgia a center for blockchain. The encrypted storage capacity that backs cryptocurrency transactions Oh, sorry, that's what block the blockchain is. Yeah, exactly, kind of, sort of. Hey, listen, Georgia, I live in San Francisco, and I can tell you it is worth understanding the blockchain and what it is. It's not storage capacity. It's a, sort of a little more conceptual than that. Um, and cryptocurrency in general is here to stay. But Bitcoin is not going to be around much longer. Um, uh, it's not going to be a, around a whole lot longer. Other currencies really make more sense. Priorities health care, education, and pensions, and social spending, while the three largest state institutions are Ministry of Labor, Health, and Social Affairs, Ministry of Regional Development and Infrastructure, and Ministry of Education and Science, showing that state and personal priorities are similar. Chai Khanna wrote about Indians in Tbilisi, um, many of whom come to the city to study medicine. The combination of safe streets, English language classes, and cheap universities is a draw. And students who can't afford the bribes need to get into good Indian universities, um, and they appreciate the alternative. Students say that there's racism here, like anywhere, but that they also meet Georgians who treat them uh, like family and presumably everything in between. Some students have even married locals, though that, too, has caused some problems. Uh, it is not only incredibly interesting, but also really beautifully uh, laid out with great photographs. Take a look at that. New York Times also wrote about Georgian mezzo-soprano Anito uh, Radzvelashvili, uh, the, quote, young singer taking the opera world by storm, and, quote, her arresting vocalism, thoughtful subtlety, and sensual, even elemental presence have led other, have led opera practitioners to call her a revelation and to say things like, she is without a doubt the best of Verdi mezzo-soprano today on the planet, without doubt. Los Angeles Times wrote about Ajaruli Khajapuri in L.A. saying it's sometimes called, oh yes, Armenian pizza and is widely enjoyed by the Armenian diaspora in the area. The newspaper says that though Khajapuri uh, is available in any number of Armenian bakeries, they recommend that readers go to the Georgian pop-up restaurant Tony Khajapuri inside of a Vietnamese restaurant, although the owners are neither Vietnamese nor Georgian, in Hollywood. Their hajapuri comes with a garlic sauce and anything from maldon sea salt to chorizo on top. Thrillist published a video about Kadigi Gogo, the Portland, Oregon, uh, Georgian restaurant started by two former Peace Corps volunteers in Georgia, of which we are a big fan because we have been there and had it, and it's unbelievably good. They're trying to bring Georgian cuisine and the culture of hospitality to Americans, titled, There's More to Georgian Cuisine Than Cheese Boats. The video lives up to its name, discussing the varieties of, of Khajapuri and more. All this stuff to read is posted on our forum. This, this week's dive bar number is 378, the average daily discharge in cubic meters of the Tukvadi, or Kuda River, the point where it crosses into Azerbaijan from Georgia. LGBT rights group Equality Movement is hosting a lecture by designer Tato Oragvelidze, on the impact of queer culture and fashion at their Tbilisi office at 6.30 on the 25th. Also on the 25th, 8 p.m. in Tbilisi, the Georgian Young Greens are hosting a lecture by Ilya State University's Teo Khatiashvili on Sergo Parajanov's film Saitanova, The Color of Pomegranates, followed by a screening. In Tbilisi on the 26th at 1 p.m., the Writer's House of Georgia will present a discussion of Spanish culture, literature, and art, followed by a reading 
of the Spanish folktale, part of a free ongoing series for children about folktales from around the world. This week's tale will be presented by children's writer Vaso Guglieri. A group of 12 Tbilisi organizations, including the Young Greens and Guerrilla Gardening, are holding a protest to defend Vake Park from Investors Development and City Hall. The event will be at the Sports Palace on the 27th at 3 p.m. Go to this. Tbilisi Creator Bar is hosting a punk show on the 27th, beginning at 8 p.m., featuring Panika, Portretti, Vodka Vatrium, Anarkeli Reflection, and Dag Dagani. Great opportunity to see some local punk groups that's not going to show up very often. The exhibition Red Terror and Georgian Artists is on display through the 1st of March at the Georgian National Museum in Tbilisi. Gotta go see it. It explores creativity and artists impacted by, the St- by Stalin's repressions and general art trends in Georgia in the 30s and 40s. The Batumi Bar Vinyl is hosting Giorgi uh, Putkharadze's Creative Evening with Acoustic Guitar Symphonic Orchestra at 8 p.m. on the 26th. Also in Batumi at 8 p.m. on the 26th, Salome Milorava will perform at Free Space as part of their Social Responsibility and Volunteer Program. And in Batumi on the 27th, singer Nino Katamadze will, will perform with Batumi Capella and Batumi State Music Center at 7 p.m. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. Our email is tfieldpod at gmail.com or post to the form on our website, www.tfieldpod.com. And we will finish with Chicago, 1973. This is Feeling Stronger Every Day.